Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Connecting you. Connecting you. Please hold the line. Norad. AWS. Station Zulu Foxtrot 77. Zulu Foxtrot 77. Status alert con 4. Status alert con 4. Security tracing in progress. Attention. 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 This is an emergency alert. Inbound nuclear missiles have been detected. You have approximately four minutes to find shelter. Communications have been severely disrupted. The number of casualties and the extent of the damage are not yet known. Stay tuned to this channel, stay calm, and stay indoors. This is not a test. Five seconds. Hey everybody, Boomer Bunker, Monday morning. Laughing at Tom Brady, I'm Boomer Bob, and thinking he controls the wide world of sports, John Jamingo. You know, Bob started that intro with the emergency broadcast system. I guess I don't listen to radio anymore. Do they still do that? Do they still have those emergency broadcast messages? They run tests. I occasionally listen to it. They run tests. And also once a month here, because we have the tornado sirens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You uh, once a month on Wednesday at noon, you'll hear them fire up. So the weird thing with the emergency broadcast system is forever, you know, I would hear the emergency broadcast system and it would always go, you know, this, uh, you know, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system and it would go through this whole thing. And then I remember, never remember one time where I was somewhere and it went off and it didn't say this is a test. Somebody was on there saying something and I forget what it was for. It might've been weather related. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm telling you what, it does grab your attention when you don't hear this has been a test from the emergency broadcast system. It does grab your attention because you're like, what the hell would make this thing go off? And one of my biggest fears in life is being around for uh, an all out nuclear war, because I don't know if you were reading the bottom, but it was saying the best place to be is inside and yep. the fallout could be more dangerous than the explosion. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I think being vaporized, by the heat would be a little bit more dangerous than the explosion. I mean, the fallout from the explosion. So yeah, it just well, kind of gives me the heebie jeebies, that whole thing. We bought about a year ago or so. I bought a NOAA weather radio because of, you know, where I live, I live in tornado alley been kind of neat because when it goes off, boy, you, if you're asleep, you're going to wake up. Now that's, you know, you can adjust the volumes and whatnot. I just left it default, but sure. Pretty, uh, pretty cool. Now, that was actually two videos that I'd put together. One of them was back in 2012, this woman kept getting this random phone call from NORAD. And that the one with, that was all the Foxtrot eight, niner 47. Oh my God. That's what the phone call was. And she kept getting it like on a regular basis. It made no sense. So, so apparently she decided to record it. And, and I stitched that with another video of that. And when I watched that other one, about nuclear shit is inbound, whatever. I was like, yeah, they're not going to warn us these days. They don't care if we fucking live or die. Well, you say that, but remember what happened in Hawaii when theirs went off? 
Yeah, and I and you remember last week on uh, Rubberneckers when I brought up the tweet, they were testing it, their mobile emergency system, mm-hmm. and they accidentally tweeted it out to everybody in Missouri that the Joker was on the loose. No, I get that, but there was the one in Hawaii was crazy because it said nuclear, and this was during uh, North Korea, where the shit was going on with North Korea, and it said inbound nuclear missiles. And you got it like four minutes and people were taking their kids and opening up manhole covers and, and putting their kids down in the sewers, trying to save them. Is that really when you, where you want to be? If there's, I would I imagine know, it's the best place to be. Or flood? Yeah. That's the I mean, best it, place to be. But if you live on an Island, it's probably not. I don't know. Dude, I, you know what? I, if it happens, I'm going towards the blast. I want to be where I just want to be vaporized. I don't want to be around for it. I figure it's just like a flash of light. And then you just, well, it'll be like Sodom and Gomorrah. Don't look back or you'll be turned into a. We're in one of the places where they drop the bombs in Japan. You can see they still have places where there's a, a, a like a shadow imprint of where people were vaporized right there. Yeah. Like the, there's against the wall. There was like a, a burnt into the into the uh, brick or whatever, mm-hmm. masonite, stone, whatever. Yeah, that's kind of scary. It is. It's scary, scary shit. I got a couple comments here. Wife says, "What do you do for the last four minutes of your life?" And then she says, "Eat a donut." Yeah, that's <laughs> where I'm going. You think about that kind of stuff. And for me, I'm not. I'm not even really worried about myself. It's just my kids. You know what I mean? You worry about your kids. You, you figure. Yeah, but if you have religious faith, then you're not worried about your kids because hopefully they're oh, they're all, they're all go- we're all going to heaven. Hopefully they're good eggs and they'll be put in the same carton as you and you'll get to live in the you think that's where live we're in the going. egg drawer of uh heaven, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, what was it the the joke was uh Betty White and someone else who just died said what's for dinner tonight and Betty White says I feel like meatloaf. No, <laughs> the joke is why did Louis Anderson die? I don't know. He found out there's no more meatloaf. Because oh, he was fat. I, I know he was fat. Okay. Yes. Well, some people are unaware. We're losing a lot of fat people. I think that was part <laughs> of the plan, people. John. Famous fat people. Well, yeah, I guess. Meatloaf, he got the COVID. But she said, I'm not afraid of the COVID and I'm not getting that vaccine. And I have a, a video this is of tyranny. Tyranny. Tyranny, I say. I have a, a video of him. I, I don't know when this was taken. All right. But obviously it wasn't too long ago. I just wanted to say hi. And uh, you might be a while before you hear from me again. Because um, I think I'm going in the hospital for surgery. And I think I'll be in the hospital about three weeks. And uh, and then I'll see how I, <laughs> how I hold up to send you another video. All right. Meatloaf saying, good luck, see you later, and keep rocking. He also said he would do anything for love. But he wouldn't do that. Yeah. I saw him at concert. Really? It's, it's an amazing concert. Yeah. How I long saw- ago was this? Was this was it this was- like late 80s after he did the I would do anything for love? Or this was this pre that when he was bad it out was of hell? One of his last con. Oh, God. That's- so it, it was probably in the 90s, maybe? It was either late 90s, early 2000s. We went. He was in Philadelphia, so we went to the concert. My buddy calls me. He goes, I got an extra ticket. I got an extra ticket for meatloaf. I go, all you can eat? He goes, no, the concert. 
I knew I knew it was going to be some kind of a, a buffet joke. So uh-huh. I said, "Yeah, I'm in." So we went over and we were we were we had good seats. We were over on the side, and then the next thing I know, because I know we were all in our 30s, we were like 35. I was married. I know I was married. One by one, the guys would go down and they would go onto the floor, like they would get, wait for security to look away or move away or something, and they would sure. crash onto the floor. So it's I'm the last one there. I didn't go, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll go." So I got down on the floor, and I'm looking for my, you know, the guys I went with, and they're right up on the rail. I mean, we're standing right on the rail looking at Meatloaf, and then the girl that sings with him, who was a smoke show at the time, she's from Philly. She grew up in Philadelphia. In fact, I think isn't Meatloaf from Philadelphia too? I couldn't tell you that. So. Uh, we were there when they did Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. It was amazing. It was amazing to watch those two do it because it's like a whole, it's almost like a musical. They do yeah, the whole well, act. Yeah, it's, a, it's a big dramatic production, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a good concert. It was a good concert. He really can sing. People were like, ah, who cares? It's just Meatloaf. Rest in peace there, Meatloaf. We were talking about the government not caring about you with the nuclear warning system. Mm-hmm. Let's just go into this. Oh, boy. Okay, so my family moved to Germany on December 17th, 2021. Since we've been here, I have lost almost 12 pounds. But check this out. So this is our cereal selection. These are what's left of our current snacks. We have chips, two types of ramen, rice, frozen meats, frozen pasta, hot pockets, waffles, french fries. Getting hungry, John? Right? I don't get this. Literally eating the same shitty things that I ate when I was Um, in the United States and have lost weight. It is scary what they put in our food in the United States that is illegal here. Illegal. Now hold on. Illegal. Well, I have kind of a a follow-up video. That's fine. Understand why capitalism inherently creates a conflict of interest between consumer, worker, and capitalist? What do I mean by that? Well, it is always of the interest of a capitalist to grow their business and profits. This is directly opposed to what the consumer and the workers need and want. For example, in Europe, they have a lot of ingredients in food that are banned because they cause health problems. Now the capitalists want to use these ingredients because they likely are cheaper, addictive, and therefore more profitable. But they also cause health problems long term. Now given the choice, American food industries have chosen to continue to use these ingredients. Now why would they do that? Because with the stock market, you can own portions of the health industry as well as the food industry. So when people become addicted to health issue causing foods, they can profit off of the health care they will require as well. This is happening today. This scenario plays out in every industry, cutting corners for profit at the expense of the people's health and wallet. This is totally unethical, but completely legal and rewarded behavior in USA. So let's go with that theory. Then I guess what you would do is stop buying it until they started to take away that stuff and give us the same stuff from the UK. Like, again, bear with me for a second. So... Everything is in, in the media is due to advertising dollars. So if they put this out, you know, that, that the 
and they made an article about this or they really pushed this issue to the American people because everybody right now with COVID, everybody's trying to get thinner and healthier and get your immune system better. And if they saw this shit, they would it would they would blow their minds and they would stop. They wouldn't want to eat this. They would want the UK version. What I mean, what's stopping us from saying, okay, we're not buying this anymore. We're not buying your Hot Pockets. We're not buying your Frosted Flakes or your, over there, they're called Frosties, Bob. I saw that. Why, if we just stop buying it, they'll stop selling it. I mean, they'll they'll conform to what we want. They want to sell us something. Well, here in America, calories are cheap. And there's quite a few people that are on entitlements. They're on food stamps, EBT, whatever. I always say EBT means eating Bob's taxes, but... Already, and it's a a box of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes here on sales, probably two two fifty, and there's probably two thousand twenty five hundred calories in that box. That's cheap, dude. Per per calorie, that's pretty damn cheap. I get all this. Or, what sorry, I'm saying is calorie. that you know, pe- well, I know, in, just in my own life, that I've cut out all cereal, all dairy all that nonsense. I'm not buying that crap anymore. I don't buy tater tots and French fries. So as people start to move away from that kind of food, they're going to be in big trouble. They're going to have to try to make it healthier. I'm just, I understand that you, that they're saying that they can take and invest in Pfizer and all this other stuff and they can make it on both ends because I think it was um, Chris Rock that used to say they don't cure shit anymore. They cured one disease, polio. And they're not going to make that mistake again because the money is not in the cure. The money is in the medicine. If they cured cancer tomorrow, the amount of money that doctors and and clinics would lose, would be it's ridiculous. It would be so you don't eat cereal? No. No. What if I told you that they make a Dunkin' Donuts cereal? Again, you with the Dunkin' Donuts. I go there for coffee, and this has become such a thing it's not a thing. The Dunkin' Donuts thing is I go there for coffee. Maybe once in a while I'll get one of those breakfast sandwich wraps that they have. But I don't eat donuts. I know. I got a Dunkin' Donuts hat. I don't eat the donuts. I'm not well, a donut. donuts. That's cereal. I understand it, that. And, and the weird thing is it's caramel macchiato. So it's Dunkin' coffee cereal. It's not even donuts. Is that, really coffee? Mark there? is that really coffee? That caramel macchiato? Caramel macchiato? Well... It's a coffee. It's under the coffee menu. It's not over there under drinks, just regular drinks like tea and soda. You know, if I went to Starbucks, would I get as much shit if I went to Starbucks to get coffee, even though that stuff's horrible? Because not only is that Starbucks, they have worse food over there at Starbucks. They got lemon bars and all this other crap that's even more fattening, would you call it? Remember when food was fattening, Uh, you know, calorically dense? It's bad for you is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but it's know. delicious. Like, well, really, I mean, if I'm going to eat anything, I mean, I'm not a big donut fan. I, I know I get you know donut, 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 fat, 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 but the I, I'm not a fan of donuts. I, really, I'm not. It's it's too too much, too sugary, too sweet. Ugh. Well, I, mean, I think that a lot of us, with thank thanks to the internet and maybe some uh, misinformation, some not misinformation, I think that. A lot of people have caught on that 
the pro the ingredients and additives that are allowed in our food here in this country that are allowed by the FDA is not good. So that's why they moved to this this asshole. To achieve this goal of global elimination, we need three things. The capacity to produce billions of vaccines, the funding to pay for them, and the systems to deliver them everywhere. And they got all that for free, didn't they? Yeah. Okay, quick question, because it said global elimination. I'm not really sure, my sister says. They don't make donuts like they used to. See, they probably don't. You know, they're probably not as good as they used to be. I agree. So this thing with the, the vaccines and the, the global elimination, as uh, our buddy says, I know they said his, his big thing was he, we have too many people on the planet. We need about, what do you say, 500 million, less than a billion. So we got to get rid of like five and a half, six and a half billion people on the planet. Roughly 80, 85% of the population. 85% of the population we got to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to do that? Okay, I guess we're going to have to make them fat and then have a virus out there that kills the fat ones. <laughs> I don't know. Is this his big plan? I mean, here's a guy that's smart enough to make an operating system that's worldwide. You think he would figure a better way to kill off the population that, that doesn't hurt the planet? Of course, we could kill off the population. Just let those missiles fly like we did in the beginning of the show. That would kill off 85% of the population. That could be a thing because uh, what's going on over there, you know, in uh, Ukraine, what now is uh, very, very volatile, but uh, not trying to go into that. Have you ever heard of a comic? His, I think his name is Eric D'Alessandro. No, I have not. He's uh, kind of annoying. He's can be funny, but most of the time he's just annoying. But I guess we're going to play him. Is he funny here? I thought this was interesting. Okay. And this is why nothing will ever get better in this country. Because companies hijack shit like they care to sell you stuff. Like M&M's, who just announced that they're updating their mascots to represent a more dynamic and progressive world. Who is this for? Because the people who are actually concerned with the orange M&M's anxiety issues don't even eat M&M's. They're eating some plant-based shit that costs $27 and tastes like fucking pants. They're shopping at Sprouts or Whole Foods where everything's brown. They think these college kids are just going to stop protesting GMOs because you changed the pronouns on a fictional talking piece of candy? Half of them can't even have peanuts anyway. You want to be on the side of progression? How about you start with taking titanium dioxide out of your ingredients? Seriously, look at the back of a bag of M&Ms. It sounds like instructions on how to make meth. Oh, but don't worry. The green M&M is going to switch to sneakers to feel more inclusive. Oh, thank God. She's going to wear the Stan Smith Adidas. What is she, a fucking casting director at True TV? But we are meeting the demands of a changing society. Oh, so there's no more pesticides in the peanuts? No, no, those are still there. But, but the blue M&M is non-binary, so that's pretty lit. Well, yeah, I hear you. I don't know how, but my TikTok feed is so awesome. <laughs> like, it just knows. Because all those videos were almost back-to-back. -back. Well, you know, here on the Boomer Bunker, we fight the patriarchy. and We fight the woke culture. So uh, instead of trying to make uh, M&Ms more inclusive and all, I'm saying sex sells. What do you think, Bob? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why are they so far <laughs> apart? I don't know, but I was just trying to. That's you know, disgusting. <laughs> uh, for you people that might as well have put like hair around them. <laughs> well, she's got she's shaving. If you can take a real good close look. <laughs> Anyhow, for you poor people that listen to audio, I have uh, the undressed green M and M up here, and she's got. Uh, I don't know. What would you say? They're good C cups, wouldn't you say, Bob? Anyhow, but. Wouldn't she have nuts? 
No, no, that's for the male and the non-binary, maybe on non-binary. That looks like a peanut M&M. Maybe it's not. I don't know. No, no, it's round. The peanut ones are more oval. Now, so she's is definitely, she a mulatto because, yeah, well, because she's brown on the inside. Well, the one thing I noticed was that the old M&Ms, the previous one, they didn't have that. You, they their arms and legs looked uh, Caucasian, and these M&Ms have like stockings on their arms and legs, so you can't tell what race they are because God forbid that the M&Ms are white. You can't have white M&Ms. I'm going to take us down the road here, if I can. This is from the Kelly Business School and their podcast selection guidance. It's up to you. It cannot be a straight white male American. They don't have to be a lesbian, black, female, non-American, but they have to be diverse of diverse background in at least one area in order to be acceptable for this extra credit assignment. In general, the following are clearly relevant. Open LGBT+. Plus, Non-white from a developing country, sorry, being British, while clearly not American, isn't going to count as diversity here and female. Now, go ahead. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. By trying to be inclusive, they're being exclusive. Yes. Isn't that funny? Excluding a large part of our population, at least. No, no. Just the white males. We filthy white males are not allowed to be in this because we... We have all the privilege. So about 30, 35% of the American population is not welcome. Well, what I would like to do is fire off an email because I would like to do this since I'm a podcaster. You cannot be a straight white male American, but I think I found maybe, I think I found a loophole. The poop hole loophole, as I like to call them. I'm going to be a VTuber. Well, here was what I'm going to do is I think that if I was crippled, that I would have enough victimhood where I could be part of this. So let me just wonder if I sent them an email, can I be, I mean, would I have to be born crippled or maybe then have a disease where I became crippled? Would that be acceptable? Or let's maybe say I was a single white male and I did something stupid and crippled myself. Would that work, or would the accident that crippled me have to be not my fault? Would any of these allow me to be diverse enough to be in this project? Because this racist shit right here, racism, racism. I say this is really easy to figure out if this is racist or not. So all you have to do is change one word in this sentence. If It's up to you, but it cannot be a straight black male American. Isn't that racism right there? It's on the borderline. They're just saying they would rather. What about a gay black male? Because if so, oh. then it's not. See, if you oh, change so that. If I'm, a, if I'm a gay white male, I can yeah, be. You're, yes. It's right. not about skin color necessarily now. But if you go back to that, it did say non-white. Did it not? It did say male. It cannot be a straight white male. Right. No, when but you were said, reading off the list, it said non-white. Well, it says it it should be openly gay, non-white. Yeah, non-white. Non-white, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, so if you were a gay black woman in a wheelchair. Be a gay black male, too. In a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Then you would this. well, my goodness, your score. What a score you would have. Did you know that Rosie O'Donnell uh, went topless on Instagram? 
please tell me this is another Eminem meme. No, no, no. No, I, I don't. She went topless on Instagram. Would you like to see the picture? No. All right, we're going to see the picture. Here it is, Bob. Oh, come on. That's not, it's not it's Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. It is the Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell Barbie doll from, uh, I guess it was the 90s. There's no And she it. pulled the top up <laughs> and she put little tiny uh, gay flags on the nipples. Where's the belly? Uh, apparently in Barbie land, you don't get a belly. Well, this is when she had long hair and looked like a woman instead of a middle-aged man. So you're talking a League of Their Own Rosie. Yeah, League of Their Own Rosie, correct. Or even Flintstones Rosie. Which I thought she was excellent in that movie. Mm-hmm. She nailed that role. I'm not, I don't hate her work. I just not a fan of all the woke and the politics and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't think you got to put pasties on a Barbie doll because I don't think they have nipples. I just think they have boobies. I don't know. It's, yeah, but well, <laughs> I saw this video and I died laughing. Mark Zuckerberg asked me to be a part of his metaverse testers group. You know, he owns uh, the uh, Oculus. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, those uh, virtual reality goggles. Yes. They're not goggles, but yeah. What are they? It's just a headset that you wear. They look like goggles to me. It's a big giant headset. Okay. Goggles. Okay. Goggles. Bob Zana asked me to be part of his metaverse testers group. Let's check this out. Congratulations on becoming an alpha tester for Metaverse. You will soon be joining a shared VR space with Spatial Audio, accompanied by Mark Zuckerberg, who will test this environment with you. Hey, and welcome. <laughs> it's Today, creepy as fuck. We're going to talk about the Metaverse. What, what happened to his legs? He's hiding a, a knife behind his back. Oh. Starting with the most important experience. Well, that's the point. Sweet it's, baby rays. It's an alpha test. You're going to be able to bring things from the physical world into the metaverse. I, I like barbecuing, um, and I guess I guess I'm a sweet baby rays fanboy. New alert: Mark Zuckerberg offers you his sweet baby rays barbecue sauce. Nod your metaverse licensed headset to accept. Shake your metaverse licensed headset to decline. Really? Head shake detected. You are about to decline Mark's offer. Nod your metaverse licensed headset to confirm the rejection. Shake your metaverse licensed headset. Head nod detected. You decline Mark's offer. Mark did not like that. Meta Oops. has attached a hitman to your location at Mark Zuckerberg's request. You may feel your meta licensed headset tightening. Soon you will be unable to remove it. This is normal and follows the terms of service that you previously accepted. <laughs> so you said that shit was funny. Okay, so here's the deal. And this because I have to deal with this a little bit later. When you go and you they try, they say, Hey, it's, let's say it's a product you have, and I'm gonna just go right with it. So I use Adobe Audition to edit podcasts. That's what I use. So they said, Hey, you know what? We'll we'll give you for 10 for being such a great client will give you 10 free um 10 free pictures i don't use pictures but i'm like let me take a look at them so i go in and i click would you like to accept just like this one did i go yeah well here what i did is you don't look at the terms and service the terms of agreement they started charging me 30 dollars a month for the past two months 
for these 10 pictures that I don't even use. I just looked at them and I said, eh, I just, I didn't realize that this was a thing. So I noticed that there's $30 a month coming out of my account. So I go to look it up and I see it's for these pictures. So I go to cancel it. They tell me if I want to cancel it, I got to pay $134 because I said that I was going to do this for a year. I had 14 days to cancel it. And if I didn't cancel it, I signed up for a whole year. So today, after we get done this show, me and Mr. Adobe are going to have a conversation because I'm not paying for the rest of it. I refuse. I had shared in our Discord uh, within the last week a website. I think it was tosdoctor.org, something like that, tosdr.org. Basically, you go there and you can type in any site and it'll or or brand, and it will warn you about how bad, how intrusive their TOS is. Yeah. And then the other thing is my phone, my portable or my mobile phone, it went up a hundred hours because my daughter bought another phone. So my daughter got another phone and they said, well, to get this, you, do you want to, you have to pick this plan and we picked the plan and now it's up a hundred hours. Don't tell you it goes up a hundred hours when you pick it. You you're on Verizon, aren't you? Yeah, you think you're picking the same plan you had before. Now it's up a hundred hours. So they're getting a phone call today, too. You're on Verizon, right? Yep. Yeah. I okay. Know. Now, Here well, we you're over. You're over fifty-five. Yes. If you were on T-Mobile, I'm yes. not, and I don't pitch for them. I'm I'm on Mint, okay? Because I pay by the year. It's three sixty a year. Boom, done. And I have unlimited. But T-Mobile has a deal. If I switched. I would go with T-Mobile because you're over 55. They do have senior discounts. Now that sounds terrible, but it's the boomer bunker. So deal I'll with it. Senior, I'm not afraid of a senior discount. Well, everybody in the chat probably, there's some in the chat that are probably like, oh, fuck boomers. Oh, fuck boomers. But hey. let me tell you, I looked it up. Okay. Unlimited for me and the wife with their maximum plan, which you don't have to pick. I think it's called Magenta Max is like 40, I think 40 or 45 a month per phone. For, you know, two phones, if you get more phones, it, it drops like five bucks a month per phone. So they have a entry level unlimited plan. It's like twenty seven fifty a month. It's super cheap. But cheap. if you're trading in a phone to get another phone, then you want the discount. You know, you want to get the maximum for your phone that you're trading in like 800 bucks, whatever it is. Then you got to go with their Magenta Max, which is the most expensive plan. But so it's an extra 10 to 12 bucks a month, whatever then yeah, you got to go with their Magenta Max, which is more money. But if you're just going to reuse your old phone, it's already paid for it. The other thing is they'll pay off your old phones. I think for each phone that you bring over, like if you switched from Verizon, like your daughter just, just bought that phone, they would give you, I think it's up to $800 per phone. They would buy out your old contract from Verizon and for you to switch. So I, I might go over there because if I'm telling them, I'm going to call them today because you know how long I've been... You know how long it's been since I've been with Verizon? I went to Verizon in 1994. 1994 is when I bought my first phone. Jeez. And that's how long my account's been there. And then they stick it up my ass on the regular. I think I began with, um wasn't AT&T. It was uh, Singular back then. And then I went to T-Mobile for a very short time. Then I, w I moved here and I went to Verizon. I was with Verizon for almost 10 years. And I was like, I just got tired of it. Our telephones were paid for me and the wife and I'm paying like 140 a month. And I'm like, for what? When I can get unlimited for 30 a month. 
$30 a month per phone. I actually cut our bill in half, less than half. So screw it. So that's what I did. I know it's boomer talk, but, um, no, no, I'm with you. And what I'm doing right now is, oh, for Christ's sake. So Jody, while you're doing this, Jody sent me, Jody B from the Po Boys podcast, sent me an article. And I was I was going to try to, oh, for Christ's sake. I was going to try to, to go, go into it, but it's from the New York Times. And that piece of shit rag newspaper, I wouldn't wipe my ass with it. Well, don't they give you like two free articles and then you got to start paying for it? And it, because it puts like cookies or whatever on your machine, then you have to like wipe those out in order to be well, able to look at I'm trying to get to the article and it, can, it to the front page and now I can't find a stupid article. And when I tried to take the link from the article and put it in here, then it says I don't have enough to do it. So I'm just going to go with the headline and we're going to have to go from there. Litter boxes for students who identify as furries. Not so, says school official. A, middle, a Michigan school superintendent debunked a rumor after a video from a December school board meeting resurfaced in which the speaker airs concerns about students who identify as furries, as identify as furries. They get litter boxes in their rooms. Now, I'm sorry. You're supposed to actually use it? I guess if you're a real furry, that maybe you would shit in a box. That's a bit by Robert. It's Schimmel, Bob Schimmel. Yeah, he said, you know, because the cat would he taught the cat to go on the toilet. So the cat's in there going to the bathroom and he can't get in and he had to take a shit. So what he did was he just used the box. (laughs) And then your buddies come over and you're like, what do you got? I got a mountain lion for a pet. (laughs) Got a mountain lion in here. Look at the size of that cat shit. (laughs) I mean, this is the I mean, this is just the ridiculousness of of this country and why that uh, I don't want to shit in a box. Why would anybody shit in a box? That's Um, the most ridiculous thing. I mean, if well, you have, I have shit in a box, but I didn't want to. you what I had to use. Go ahead and talk for a second. Yeah, I was at work one time and I was up in a machine room and it, I got that cramp and I had to go. So what I did was I just took a parts box and emptied it out, cardboard box, put rags in it and uh, dropped my drawers and pooped in a box. And then I used said rags to uh, clean myself up. And then I folded the box back up and put it on the guy's desk because it wasn't my job. And then I said, hey, listen, you got to order a part. It's over on the job. It's up on your desk. And he walked over and opened it up. Because you son of a bitch. Sorry. So I, I left him a little present. A little Let me show you what earlier, well, actually last year, our septic stuff had to be redone in the backyard. Totally. Okay. About $8,000 worth of rebuilding. Mm-hmm. So for about a week to week and a half while we waited for them to get here and, and do the work. We had to use these. It's a five-gallon ah. bucket. Five-gallon. Now, I already had the buckets since I'm a painter. Right. So we just bought just the lids. You get them at, like, Academy Sports. I think they're, like, six or eight bucks. So I bought two of them. And you just put a garbage bag in there. Huh. It's terrible. It's horrible, especially when you're six foot two, 240, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's tough to take a poop in a bucket. Not easy. Yeah, no, not, not easy. That, and that's a half-assed toilet seat. They don't have an elongated version because of the bucket. So... Yeah, you can't have. Oh, so there's another thing that they have out now that you can put on your car. This is what it is, is you take it and you slip it over your tire. Right. And it's a toilet seat and you've put it over your tire and then you can sit on your sit on this toilet seat and poo or. There's one that if you have a hitch on the back of your vehicle, it actually connects to that and it gives you like a tent. Yes. A little tent, a little porta potty. Where you can drop, yeah. you have to mm-hmm. privacy. Crazy. 
I guess you're missing that COVID talk now, aren't you? <laughs> Who, me? Oh. No, everybody else. Everybody's like, don't talk about COVID. We're tired of talking about COVID. I've got this new doll. Now this is in Espanol, but you'll get the point. So did that doll just test positive for COVID? <laughs> look at, I mean, look, it's got the little temperature gun. Yeah, a little thermometer. A little, little thermometer thing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. She's pregnant. No, um. <laughs> we've got to give it some. Uh, that's the after. That's the morning after pill we give the doll. Hmm. A uh, little band aid there. Right. Got a mask. The mask on. Got to give it a mask shot. Is creepy as fuck, dude. That is. And getting a jab in the arm. And then you got a little card here where you make notes about what 5G, huh? So the yeah, so the kids got 5G here. <laughs> Five grams, <laughs> 10 grams. Uh. So now they got to put ears on dolls so it can take a mask. Yeah, well, anatomically correct. I mean, that's important. We need, you know, we need uh, nurses in the world, and it's the only way that we're going to get them. Well, he, here's the deal. With the, so now we're in January. In November are the midterm elections, and the Democrats are shitting their pants because the way things are going, it looks like there's going to be a huge red, red wave. And there's only right. one way that they could stop this is to just be done with COVID. Let's just be done with COVID. And we're coming out of it, baby. Dr. Fauci's back again. Back back where? Where was he? he Hiding? He, he came out. But it's highly effective. Totally effective. He's on uh, ABC this week. You know, I, I think as confident as you can be, you never want to be overconfident when you're dealing with this virus, Martha, because it has certainly surprised us in the past. But if you look at the patterns that we've seen in South Africa, in the UK, and in Israel, and that, as you mentioned just a moment ago, in the Northeast and New England and upper Midwest states, they've peaked and starting to come down rather sharply. There are still some states in the Southern states and Western states that continue to go up. But if the pattern follows the trend that we're seeing in other places, such as the Northeast, I believe that you will start to see a turnaround throughout the entire country. Since it's a large country and a great deal of variation in the uh, degree of vaccinations that we have in one region compared to another, ultimately they're all gonna go in the same direction. There may be a bit more pain and suffering with hospitalizations in those areas of the country that have not been fully vaccinated or have not gotten boosters. But we do know, and that these are the recent data that have come out from the CDC. Oh, the CDC. Even with Omicron, boosting makes a major, major difference. Does it? Because I just heard in Israel it does not. I Israel, think, they're on their fourth fucking shot. Have you? Have you? Um, do you remember like your mom would have a bad day and she'd just be bitching at you every time you was in the same room as her when you were a kid? Just blah, blah, blah. And then at some point you just tune her out. Well, that, I think that's what we've done with him. We've just tuned him out. We're just done. We're fuck off. Go away. Eat a dick. All that stuff. Yeah. I, I think that they have uh, figured out a way. I, I mean, they're just going to stop this now. And how are they going to stop this? They're going to stop reporting on it. 
You're still going to stop hearing about cases. You're not, they're not going to report cases anymore. They're not going to report deaths. They're just going to stop and everybody's going to take your mask off. Go about your business. You know who, when I say the name Miguel Almaguer, do you know who I'm talking about? He's an NBC mm-hmm. reporter with the, he's, he's one of their go-tos. He's one of their higher ups. I think uh, he may one day end up with the desk job, you know, with the, uh, what do you call that? The, the main host. Yeah. So when he does a news story, I kind of cringe a little because he'll be on camera talking to you and his voice is like mine. He's got a, I'm not saying that I'm awesome or anything, but he's got a really good voice. Right. But then (laughs) they'll play a clip of him right? where he narrates his own clip and he talks like this when he's reading off a page. A lot of air in his voice, and he sounds like this. It's fucking weird, right? So today it was, COVID cases are coming down, except in the South. And it's like, yeah, oh, okay, you mean the red states. Right, gotcha. How long are you going to shove that fucking narrative, you bunch of assholes? Did you you know about the uh, Washington, D.C. this weekend that happened? I did see that. I mm. saw that they had a anti or there was a rally there. Basically anti-mandate. Anti well, was it yeah, anti-mandate. So then of course you had the mandate people. Please lock us down. Please make us wear a mask. Please give us another shot. And <laughs> defeat the mandate. Yeah. I mean, is it really is it helping anybody? England said Thursday it's done. It's Do done. Do you recognize this guy? Which guy? Where's your one mind? on the left? Far left. Mm. Behind the redhead. Oh, there's our buddy. There's our buddy, uh, Dr. Malone. Uh, Malone? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here. Here's a clip. We stand before you today, and we are not one doctor. We are 17,000 doctors. And scientists. That's more than the NIH, more than the CDC, and more than the FDA. These are all signed and verified. In other news, there the um, unemployment rate among doctors went up seventeen thousand this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop that! Really, you see that one sign, McCullough uh, Malone, twenty twenty four. Yeah, is that is that Jersey? Well, no, M- McCullough was the other guy that was on Joe Rogan before that they wanted to take. Oh, uh, they those, Peter, they Peter McCullough. To- Peter McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough. So they were the two that basically exposed uh, what's going on as far as this, what's going on with COVID. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Any deaths now due to COVID is a crime against humanity because we, as these doctors, 17,000 strong are saying that if we take and start treating this as soon as people get it or you or have everything ready for it, then we can treat it and we'll drop the death rate. There's probably mm, 650 to 700,000 people that died of COVID that didn't have to if there was treatment, early treatment. But no, no. I think that's part of the speech here was that, you know, they want the rights to early treatment and yeah. they don't Why have it. They? they don't have the access. They They're don't. doctors. The news media. Does anybody trust the trusted news media? No. No. Hell no. Do you trust the CDC and the FDA? Mm-mm. No. Sorry. Do you trust Fauci? No. Do you trust the boomer bunker? Yes. I'm sorry. We've been censored, erased from Wikipedia, but we're standing strong because we are with you. Yeah. 
Hey! So today, uh, again, we represent 17,000 doctors and scientists and humanity. We have three virtually indisputable recommendations backed by high quality data. And I have one ask for you today. Today, you're going to hear the truth. You can't handle the truth. You have courage and join us to help our future, future generations resist this tyranny. Yeah. yeah. Black Lives Matter. Oops, sorry, wrong. The physicians of the world, united and loyal to the Hippocratic Oath, recognizing the imminent threat to humanity brought forth by current COVID-19 policies, are compelled to declare the following. Whereas after 20 months of research, millions of patients treated, hundreds of clinical trials performed and scientific data shared, we have demonstrated and documented our success and understanding in combating COVID-19. In considering the risks versus benefits of I kept waiting for a show me your tits. Thousands of physicians <laughs> from and the crowd. scientists worldwide. One on the right, maybe. Consensus on three foundational. I don't. Principles. I didn't know guys were that the picky. healthy children. I mean, a tit's a tit, right? Even I'm an, on an M and M. Be forced to subject. Hang on a second. I, I was into this. Well, that's it. And then you know something—the one on the right there, the one on the right with the scarf. I whatever. Okay, listen. Here's the deal. I want apologies. I want apologies for the people that said that I didn't know what I was talking about, and I'm dumb, and I'm not a doctor because I've been watching this shit since it started. I said it's airborne. They said it's not airborne. It's droplets. I was telling people it was airborne because I was reading this. I I can read. I can fucking read. And I was reading this, and I said it's airborne. I go, oh, no, it's droplets. It's it's oh, droplets. No, I don't read books, Andrew. I don't I don't read books, but I read. I can read. I can go through a study, and I can read oh, papers. Okay. Just like, I read articles. Here's the deal. I said it was airborne, and then he said it wasn't airborne. Then they were talking about the masks, and you know, I said these stupid things weren't the, the paper ones weren't working. All right, then. I, we were talking about ivermectin and uh, HCQ, and I said, you know, that stuff would work. And they said, oh, no, we can't have that. And then I, everybody, and people were sitting there, and there's a certain person in here that I know that was sitting there telling me, yo, I don't know what I'm talking about and all this stuff. And damn it, everything I said, everything I said is becoming, is, is true. Before it was conspiracy theory, and now it's true. So you can all go yourselves because... It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what's going on here. And I cannot believe the stupidity, the stupidity of people that are sitting there taking four, five, six boosters. There's there's a video. I can't bring it up now because it's on Instagram. There's a video of a woman at this same thing, and there's a counter protest across from this. And they said, can I talk to you? And there's a lady, and she, it sounds like she's from Africa. She came from Africa. She got the African accent. And she says, I am here because I am don't want to be. I am not a selfish person. I am. I am double vaccinated and boosted. And uh, everybody should be double vaccinated and boosted so we can get out of this pandemic. It's not. It's here. You're never going to stop. 
now we got cold, flu, COVID. It's the cold, flu, and COVID season now. And, and the COVID's going to take out the fat and the old as so they I'm, get it. I've gotten into the arcade video games, you know, the kind you buy and goes in, in your living room. And so I, I've joined a, joined a Discord where they talk about that stuff and, you know, modifying them and issues with them and glitches and how to upgrade them and make the buttons better, blah, blah, blah. And Saturday, there was a back and forth between two of the guys in that group that had nothing to do, which I'm pretty sure it was against their rules, but they were talking about some arcade up in uh, Long Island or Staten Island or some island. One of them was like, yeah, we didn't hang long because being in crowds creeps us out with you yeah. know, the pandemic. And then they began going back for, yeah, I have an eight month old and I can't wait to get it vaccinated. And it's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Are you, what, what are you, are you stupid? And then the other one was like, yeah, we have our five-year-old vaccinated. We got her, her vaccinated the minute it was like authorized or, or whatever. And it's, and, and they just back and forth about all this fear. One guy says, I haven't left my house in two years. My family hasn't, hasn't left the house in two years. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? What are you doing? Well, the th I can understand this in the beginning because we really didn't have any kind of way of treating this, but there is now there's a way of treating this. Now I uh, when you catch it early. There's a way to treat this. And what they're doing is they're constantly taking away. First, it was HCQ. They burnt the fucking factory that made it to the ground. They, they, the factory that made HCQ. Well, yeah, I mean, we know all the, to the ground. all the methods, all the damn therapy bullshit right. that they've put down and they've squashed and they've taken away and they've. Monoclonal uh, antibodies are the latest. Uh, there was working, they were working fantastically. Now you can't get you them. What. I'll tell you what, the only time I've stayed home during the whole thing was when I initially had COVID and I had that before we even knew COVID was a thing. Right. So I never stayed yeah, home. Now, you, yeah, now, okay. I did drop a client that was kind of a bread and butter client. Like they did a large amount of business with me. They kept me very busy, but I didn't drop them because I was afraid of getting COVID. I dropped them because they are a large apartment owning business. They own something like 2000 properties across the country. And they had initiated some ridiculous COVID protocols that had their staff just screwing me. The maintenance staff had to go and spray down all of the uh, gym equipment and the workout room and wipe down all the doorknobs and did just all these ridiculous shit. They had velvet ropes in the office. I couldn't go in anymore and just, I used to walk in there and be like, yeah, I've got these three apartments today. And I go in, Hey everybody, good morning. Good to see you. And it's, it was against their protocol, but I'd been there for like 12 years. They know me. I'm not going to steal anything and go back there and pull the keys to go into these apartments. And they'd be like, all right, I got these three catch y'all later. I couldn't do that anymore. And it was taking me 30 minutes to get one key. Then I'd get the key, go to the apartment. And it was wrong fucking key. I got to come back. It, it was just costing me too much time. I said, fuck this. And I, I dropped them. I hated doing that. So that's one way, I guess, COVID changed things for me because they had so many things that they were overwhelmed with because of the stupid COVID shit that it hurt me as far as my bottom line goes. Other than that, I haven't let this affect me at all. Well, because you have the natural immunity. And, and I'm fine. Which is better than a regular immunity. I mean, it's regular immunity is better than vaccinated immunity. It's proven. And, and this is why I have to take, as soon as we get done here, 
I have to run over and make this a private video because if I don't, the next yeah. thing you know, we'll get another strike because God forbid we we take and and use uh, the I guess CDC and and other places that say that you know natural immunity is better than vaccinated immunity. Uh, well, we'll, we'll get a strike. You can still watch this over at patreon.com. Is it forward slash boomer bunker forward slash boomer bunker? And I don't, I, I believe I'm pretty sure you, you make all the videos like that, like our regular show videos free, correct? Correct. Yeah. All, all these videos are free over Patreon. If you ever want to go right. over and watch them. I found Absolutely. some more with that. Miguel, Miguel Helmiger. Now we, we may get a hit for this because it's NBC, but here's a Who cares. Where he talked today, uh, just just an hour ago. This morning, the battle over vaccines the audio? playing out in yes. the nation's capital. That's On him. Sunday, crowds of demonstrators, led by speakers including Robert F. Kennedy Jr., marched from the Washington Monument to the Lincoln Memorial in an effort to defeat the mandates. I feel like to coerce somebody to make that decision is really unjust. The rally comes days after a Virginia woman was arrested after she appeared to threaten officials at a school. Oh, this is crazy. Over mask mandates. My child, my children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on. All right. That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready. The nation's can't say that comes as COVID. No, you can't say that, you dumb bitch. All after weeks of skyrocketing case counts driven by Omicron. The national average of daily new cases down 10% compared to a week ago. Don't want to get overconfident, but they all look like they're going in the right direction right now. It's your buddy. In New York, once the nation's COVID epicenter, the governor citing a 66% drop in just the last two weeks. This is extraordinary progress. But cases in southern and western states where Omicron hit later continue to go up as hospitals are overrun. In California, Bullshit. the number of COVID positive patients in intensive care has ballooned more than 60% in the last two weeks. At Sharp Grossmont Hospital in San Diego, the staff is exhausted. Are you surprised? Have we not already wedged between everybody? Oh, the are overrun the icus are full because of patients with covid yeah patients with covid not they're not in there because of covid they just happen to have it guess what if a large amount of the population gets covid guess who else is going to get sick people who are in the icu for other things the thing you know, that's I mean, positive for it everybody's going to get everybody's going to get this um omicron well, they test everybody. They test it. When you go into the emergency room, you're automatically tested. Of course you are. Period. That's the first thing they do because, because they are monetarily incentivized to come up with you having a positive COVID test because then they get that money too. That's a large chunk of money from the government. Yeah, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that we're all going to get Omicron. And right now, the biggest true, population yeah. centers is New Jersey, New York, LA and all, and, and it's, it's burning through, it's burning through these large population centers and it's going to go down just like it did in South Africa. The pro and the thing is that out in the, uh, I don't know, the flyover States and all it's, it's less populated. And so it's not, hasn't gotten there yet, but it's going, it's going across. And in what a month or two, this is going to be, you know, the, the, it's going to burn through most of the population. And then oh, the people I, that I mentioned it on the last show, I believe that the CEO of Pfizer said that, We'll go back to normal probably in the spring. Yeah, but, which is um, coming, right? So here we go. 
And they need that because they need they need a couple months for everybody to forget about it. So when you go to the polls, you're like, oh, well, look, Joe Biden got rid of uh, look what he did. He got rid of the disease, which he didn't do shit except shit himself. I want to hear if if we get to hear his real voice and not the one you hear narrating his new story. Are you surprised that things are this bad? See, that's his normal voice. You know, I I want to say no, but deep down, I was hoping we'd never be back here again. There is some hopeful news for parents of that's small his normal children. Voice. The former FDA commissioner said this weekend that the FDA and Pfizer are looking very closely at the data and that by late March, a vaccine for children younger than five could be available. Younger than five? It sounds nothing like this. Like, the nation's deep division comes as COVID cases are finally that's the same guy. to fall after well, weeks of skyrocketing case counts. Go back to the end where he's walking and with look at that outfit. Don't tell me. Yeah, he sounds like he should. Late March, looking at him, he sounds like he should sound like in the beginning. Be available. Savannah? I'm just sorry. It's just very weird. And now I have a different voice when I read, but overall it's the same. Where I change is my cadence. Okay. You know Let what me I mean? Back to this story. Anybody that vaccinates their children under five years old is that's child abuse. I don't give a shit what anybody says. This thing hasn't even been tested yet. Has not been tested yet. I don't care what anybody this is ridiculous. If they start, and you know what? If you go ahead and get your kid vaccinated and that kid develops something like heart problems or I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And you know what? You can't do anything. You can't sue anybody. You're jammed up. You're stuck. Just like I am. Those two guys in the Discord, in the in the arcade Discord, were talking about was I think my baby has it anyway because my wife had the vaccine while she was pregnant. So it we're pretty sure it passed the antibodies onto the baby. And it's like, what doesn't that bother you? (laughs) Like that doesn't bother you at all. My my granddaughter, who's one years old, uh, tested positive for COVID. She had it for she had a really bad cold for like a week. And my grandson, who's eleven, tested positive, and he didn't even have symptoms. And now they he have antibodies. So he was he was asymptomatic. So, and and then my daughter says that oh I'm going to get him vaccinated as soon as you can. I'm like really you are. I said maybe you should think about this. Maybe you should think about holding off and maybe do some research. Like and low. Let me sleep on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, she can do what she want. I mean, yeah, it's her child. She can do what she want and whatever, whatever. But I'll tell you what, it, it's almost a crime. It's it's almost a crime vaccinating these kids. Oh, Peppermint Patty. What's she I got? Think this say? is part of the problem. Notice the slip up here. Love working for President Ob- President Biden every single day. <laughs> President Ob- President Ob- If I could make an arrangement where um, I had a I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats, mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony i'd be fine with that we know biden's not running the country we know that i mean that press conference was painful for him to go in for him to come out and do what was it two hours he did i couldn't i couldn't watch it like i i had to turn it off it was horrible so did you hear about this one 
Merrill Lynch advisor fired after a racist tirade against smoothie shop employee. Now, racist tirade is a little uh, overblown, but it is the headline. Uh, he he said something about you immigrate here or something. Anyway, I've got the video. I want to speak to the fucking person who made this drink. Is that you? No, it wasn't. We don't know who made it. So. You don't know who made it? There's four of us here, so we obviously don't know. Oh, you stupid fucking ignorant high school kid. Okay, bye. I want to speak to the fucking Bye. Kid. Okay, you can call whatever you want. Goodbye. Now, one thing I do hate is when they get all, okay, bye, bye, whatever, bye. That's, I mean, it's, I get it. Run that back again. Run that back again. Run us back again. Where you want it. I want to hear what he says. We obviously don't know. Fucking stupid, fucking ignorant high school kid. Okay, bye. All right, see, now that's uncalled for. Hold on. It's not done. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care. I said, get the F out of here, you fucking bitch. Give it to me right now. He threw the smoothie, hit her in the head. Right, hang on a second. Can you stop this for a second? He said, you're a fucking immigrant loser. All right. All right. Listen. So, so, so that's yeah. that's the racist tirade part. All right. First of all, you know how we fix things on the Boomer Bunker. You know how in five minutes we take a look at something and we, we take. Oh, there's a lot more to this. Problem. Hang on. There's a lot I'm more. To it. I'm going to fix this right now. Right now, what we need is from now on, everybody, there's going to be like one person in an establishment like this that has a taser. All right. As soon as this guy starts his shit, you taser him and then you uh, handcuff him and you call the police. And no, once, go, okay, five, bye. Hang on. Wait a minute. No, because he's not leaving. He's sitting there and he's yelling at shit and he's throwing, he's throwing a smoothie and he's a. Okay. Bye, John. Goddamn okay, smoothie. Bye. Here's the deal. Somebody, that guy should come out taser him and then handcuff him while he's on the ground and then call the police and have him arrested and then have this video as evidence. That's what you need. If that guy did that, my if that's my daughter working in there and that guy did that, I would beat him with my cane. I'm serious. This is bullshit. Look, look at him. Is he trying to get in the door now? He's trying to get in the door, and that poor girl's having to block the door. What's he going to do? Like, hit now, her? Because now he knows he he's in trouble. Around the other way? No, he knows he's in trouble because well, this he knows is he's in trouble because there's a video of this now. And guess what? I, I mean, yeah, fire him. Fire him. So, acting like that. Here's a little background information, okay? Go ahead. Hello, Jim Ianzano of Merrill Lynch. Are you just publicly being racist and assaulting minors? Is that what you're doing? Looking forward to the consequences of your actions. So there's more. Um, let me bring it up. As soon as he threw that, as soon as he threw that drink, <laughs> down he goes. Right now. There. 
This man assaulted this teenage girl over an $8 smoothie and here's everything you need to know. This man is a very successful wealth manager with $469 million in managed assets. Nobody knows why he would throw it all away over a smoothie, but shortly after this incident, the teenage girls called the police. He was allegedly arrested and charged with breach of peace. Okay, okay. now there's more to it. Sorry, it just no, takes I just, I'm trying to figure out where we're going with this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of us, but I, I'm, I'm at a loss. Here's an update on the man who assaulted a teenage girl over an $8 smoothie. So basically he asked them not to include peanut butter in his son's smoothie, but they forgot. So his son had a severe allergic reaction and was rushed to the hospital and an ambulance. The man then came back to the store and threw the smoothie at the girl, cussed, and made racial remarks. He was then arrested and charged with intimidation based on bigotry or bias, breach of peace, and criminal trespass in the first degree. Merrill Lynch almost immediately fired him and released a statement Okay. So their statement says our company does not tolerate behavior of this kind. We immediately investigated and have taken action. This individual is no longer employed at our firm. Now there's more. Hold on. Oh my God. The man's attorney made this statement. The man's attorney said his son has a life-threatening peanut allergy. Upon drinking the Robex smoothie, his son had a severe allergic reaction, which required transport via ambulance to the hospital. Quote, when faced with a dire situation, Mr. Iannazzo, parental instinct kicked in and he acted out of anger and fear. He is not a racist and deeply regrets his statement and actions during a moment of extreme emotion. So, All right, so here we go. So Duchess, is, Duchess says, now there are food allergy problems. His son had to go to the ER. So she said that. And then here's the other thing. Uh, Cross contamination, probably no peanut butter, but it, it, it all needs to be. It only needs to be a trace amount. Here's the story. Okay. Uh, now, that, now that all the facts are out there. Yes, his son had to go to the hospital. So what did he do? Did he go to the hospital with his son? And did he wait to come back to throw this at, at the person? I understand the man's upset. But yeah. there's a way that you can act in a, in a polite society where you walk in and you talk to the people and tell them what happened. You, you, as soon as you go in and want to see the manager and throw shit at people. You don't go in there guns blazing. I mean, you've, you've yeah, got to go. Involved. If you want to make, a, these are high school kids or, or young college kids. You can't go in there and expect, what are you going to do? Fucking beat them down? What That's going to accomplish zero. Let's say he would have walked in there with that smoothie and said, hey, look, here's the deal. I just spent the last three hours in the ER. Because I came here with my son, asked for a smoothie for him with no peanuts, and ended up with one. And that put him in the emergency room. So, and then maybe he should have contacted a lawyer, whatever, and pursued litigation there. But acting the way he did, what an idiot. And he's, he, he manages, what is it, $468 million worth of assets? For well, I used to. Yeah, not anymore. He's fired. He's done. All right, Mike says, I'm more on, the, on his side now than before, but you still don't need to go throw shit at teenagers working in an ice cream store. I absolutely agree. No. I mean, what was his, if his uh, high school daughter was in there working and some, guy, some moron came in and threw a smoothie at her, for whatever reason, he'd be pissed. And the thing is, we don't need this kind of stuff. There's another way of handling this. You go in, you think that that person uh, wanted to... If, the person knew that it was going to a kid with a peanut allergy. Do you think they would have put peanut butter in it? I mean, you go to most places you go to now, they say there's a possibility of cross-contamination. Uh, and you have to be aware of that when you go in a, to, to a store and get something. Like if they're working with peanuts, I don't know, if they make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich 
and there's a little bit of peanut butter and then they put something else on the counter and that goes into the cup. That trace amount of peanuts yeah. can throw somebody into a, I was going to say epileptic, but it's not, it's anaphylactic, epileptic. Yeah. Anaphylactic, anaphylactic shock. shock. Yeah. Maybe the cup, does it say may contain peanuts? I don't know. I don't know. So here, Duchess says, this could have been prevented proper training for employees. Dad should have mentioned food allergies. Wisest decision. Do not buy fucking smoothies for someone with life-threatening allergies. Yeah. At a girl. Well said. Duchess. Well said. Duchess, get yourself a microphone and a set of your headphones All to right. make you a podcaster. What do you think about, um, have you ever noticed these elites doing their little hand signals that they do, hiding their hand in their coat? like this that no. kind of thing they're they're like signs to the illuminati whatever oh really well they used to do it back in thing. here's one with mitch mcconnell talking i removed the audio because it's gay so there's mitch mcconnell and he's talking look at the guy behind him he turns looks at the guy behind him and boom oh we got that what's that called i forget what that that means that means like uh I don't well know back means. when i was young we'd run up and put our like finger in it and act like it was a vagina right but, yeah, but no, I, that's not what it means, John. What does it mean? Because they used it in The Sopranos, too, when Tony was talking to one of the FBI agents who was also Italian. He goes, oh, yeah, Italian. Well, he, watch. Did he doesn't do it until Mitch turns around right, so and he looks at him. It. Watch. Wait, waits for his head to boom. There yeah. it is. So what does that mean? Do you know? Well, only they know. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you don't know. All right. Well, well, I'm not one of them. How am I going to know? Well, I, yeah, you can't, like, I would go to the uh, Urban Dictionary, but how do you say two fingers together uh, makes a diamond? I don't know how you would look that up. Anybody in the, he says a diamond cutter. Uh, someone says, you do read, see? <laughs> I just don't read books. I don't read books, Andrew. <laughs> Anyhow. They have us fighting with each other, and we really need to turn, all of us need to turn our anger towards the government because they're not doing a good job. They're really not. I mean, COVID stunk. Uh, the way we, you know, the way we've handled COVID, that was horrible. The way we got out of Afghanistan, that was horrible. I mean, th this whole thing as far as inflation, the policies that um, has caused this, and I don't, you know, like I said, I don't even know if we can bring it back. I mean, this well, is—it's been ridiculous. We've, this whole we've removed um, what's best for the people as their first thought, and now it's well, how can I benefit from this? How can I stay in power, and how can I monetarily benefit and become even more powerful? from this and th that's their first thought they don't give a shit about us anymore and i don't know what the answer is but that's definitely i believe that's always been the case as long as i've been alive but well they used to keep everybody working all right that was the, the way to keep everybody working and they had a handle on the press so they only fed us the stories we needed to know but now with the internet and with opposition reporting and more and more people are being have a chance to be ed educated in what's going on, even though you have to look through the bias and you have to look through, uh, you know, to, you have to really sift through to get the facts, you know, at least you can get them now uh, before we could, you couldn't. So, and they're worried about this. They can't handle it. Would this be child labor? So this mom. Oh is no. Going down an aisle with her kids. I won't say what color they are because it's not important. She um, is going by some wigs 
and she takes one and kind of takes it off of the mannequin head and, and just drops it on the shelf as I'm going to guess is a sign to her kid. And then her kid grabs it and puts it up his jacket for her. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. Would that be child labor? It's child abuse is what it is. That's horrible. I mean, that just, that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart that that poor Happy kid. Had Monday, that John. Damn. That's terrible. Remember this hey, chick? Isn't she the one from uh 22 that looks eight? Yep. Okay. Here we go. She's um doing things that she shouldn't do just because it makes her more adult. What's that? Smoking or drinking a beer? So stressful. Got a little vape I pen. Changed my major like four times. You major in business, right? Drinking a beer. No, I major in linguistics and communications. I was previously. Yeah, a business I thought you major. were in business. Maybe in the beginning, I started vaping to look older. I don't know. I've always been attracted to that edgy kind of lifestyle with the tattoos, the piercing. But getting tattoos, vaping, doing anything adult-esque wasn't to show anyone else that I'm an adult. Doesn't she remind you of Lily Tomlin? Lily, Lily Tomlin. Doesn't she remind you of that right there? Because <laughs> she's... Bit, yeah. She's in just a regular size recliner, but she looks like a very tiny person in a giant chair. It's a shame. I mean, the poor girl, she's 22. She can drink a beer. She can vape if she wants. But it is, yeah, like Duchess says, it's, it's very creepy. Well, I think she's, this is almost over just a second. I to prove to myself that I'm an adult. It makes me feel like I am who I want to be. So, yeah, I mean, she was talking about getting tattoos and stuff, like just to be, I don't know, man. Well, the reason she is this way is because she had brain cancer when she was a kid and the, the right. treatment to, to cure her stunted her growth. And then she's there vaping, right? So, I mean, is she trying to kill herself again? I mean, I understand having a beer and stuff like that, cursing, whatever. I, I mean, I know she's old enough and listen, she's got, she, she drew, I don't know. She kind of drew the short straw in life. It's, you know, life's not fair. I, I get it. Short. Yeah. Shortest Anyhow. well, because that's the one she could handle. Right. It was too big, she'd fall over. All right. And she's probably never going to, she's probably never going to get married. I mean, nobody can marry her because it looked like a pedophile. It's a sin. It really is. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I can't watch the show. I, I won't watch the show. It's too, it's sad. It's to me, it's really sad. I can't watch that kind of yeah, stuff. Apparently, I can't, a show. what is it on like AE or something? I think it's on AE. It's like I can't watch the 600 pound sisters and all that other stuff. I can't watch that. I don't get any of it because I have an antenna. So <laughs> I get I get shit from like 2006, you know, Bob's. And, and it's all these like home remodeling shows from 2006. And you're like, oh my God, that's horrible. That's worse than it was. Like things, the things that they are ripping out are now back in. It's like, yeah. hey, they ruined it. What? Well, this is a question. How much can she even drink? Because she's so, you know, so small. I mean, I imagine she would get wasted pretty easily. Body weight and all that. I think the only benefit of like dating her would be when you go to a movie, you could pay one adult and one child, please. Well, that and, you know, she can order off the kid's menu. I order off the kid's menu and I'm about to be 51 <laughs> years old. I wouldn't tell well, anybody that a Mexican restaurant. I don't eat Mexican food. So guess what I do? I get chicken fingers. Oh, I don't like Mexican food. Sorry. Deal with it. Speaking of which, how well do you know the periodic chart or periodic table? table? Yeah. I don't, you know, the letters for sodium. No, no, I don't. It's N a. Okay. And you know, the one for carbon C 
CO? Just C. Okay. Hydrogen. Why are we doing, Bob? Why are we? Why are we quiz me on the periodic table? It's I H. don't know the fucking periodic table. It's H. Okay, Bob. What else? And oxygen. OX. No, just O. So sodium. So NaCHO. Sodium, carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. That's what's in nacho cheese. NaCHO. Anyhow, Pamela Anderson's getting a divorce again. Fifth time. Fifth divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she just filed from divorce from her fifth husband who uh, used to be a bodyguard uh, apparently uh COVID did him in. god damn i can't get over the how you flip it i, I just <sighs> how old do you think pamela anderson is um 57 i'm 50, guessing she's 54 oh, uh, she married her bodyguard and guess what? Apparently, he turned out to be a dick. Nope. No way. Yeah, yeah. He's unkind, unsupportive. After you spend two years living every second with someone, you get to know them a little better or worse. So apparently, they've filed for divorce. And I'm thinking to myself, how many more guys do you think she can get to marry her? After I mean, that, I mean, after the video that was, you know put out oh, that's that's a that's a that's the old well when i say that's well, the couple of them. there was one with all with also with her and brett uh, michaels from poison yeah but when was that in the 80s uh probably around 90 91 92 right. she's got i mean she's got kids that could do porno now you know um uh, tommy lee's married to like this 30 something instagram influencer from Go pennsylvania figure. i'm sure it's love john i'm sure it is Hundred percent sure. I can't believe you didn't dig my nacho thing, man. The yeah, fuck? I get it, but I'm just saying. Well, I don't. That's a don't, long. Well, I tell you what, you. That's a long way to go for a joke. It's not a joke, though. I. I whatever. Fine. You explain the origin of nacho. It's cheese, man. It's just what, cheese. What, it's mine. It's nachos. All right. What? I don't know. I just, I'm, I, I don't know. I can't believe we're back into the nacho world. It bothers me that you just. So what? did you know that uh, Tommy Lee's ex is blah blah blah? Yeah, she's getting divorced again. Who cares? But more I interested said, in the. Who cares the, about who cares about the periodic table and nacho cheese? Apparently not you. I, I don't. Thought, nope. I just know it comes in a can, and I love dipping things in it. That's right. Comes in a can. Well, that's cheese whiz. Yep. It's not it's not my cheese. It's not your cheese. All right. Are we coming back? Do you have anything else? Or can we end this painful nacho joke? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go back and watch this video again, I don't know why you would. You can go to patreon.com slash I'm on it, John. That's why you would. Boomer Bunker. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. Believe it or not, Bob, we have an Instagram account. I can't believe it, but we actually do. I must have done this some in my sleep or something. We actually have an Instagram account and Facebook page and YouTube channel. And we'll be back here Wednesday night at 9 p.m. when uh, Bob's in a better mood. <laughs> I'm fine. All right. Unless the world ends. So, you know, just check your radio for the emergency broadcast system. And uh, we'll be back Wednesday night. Talk to you later. See you. Oh!
Oh, for Christ's sake.